G'day Legends and Legendaries, welcome to another episode of Generation Get To It, a sugar hit of positivity and health for parents, kids and families to get the most out of their health for this generation and the next. Make sure you like and subscribe so you can get the latest episodes and also so you can share the episodes and get the word out. So for this episode today, we're going to talk about something that I've spent a lot of time doing over the many years and that is in relation to sport. So a question that I got asked a lot when I was typically typically working with a lot of kids in sport is um, how many sports should they play? When should they specialise? And uh, what sports can be the most beneficial for, for children? Um, and it's a great question. And to be honest, it, it all depends. Uh, and I'm going to go through all the reasons or some of the reasons why it it depends and how it can be related to you in your specific situation. So I've worked in for a little background. I've worked in I worked in high performance sport for about eight years. Um, I worked with kids uh, from the ages of about five and up, all the way to uh, international athletes. Uh, went on tours overseas and and also with um with a, a Olympic medalist as well. So there's quite a few people that I've kind of spent time with over the years, and um, I've learned a lot about that during that time. Uh, but what I'm going to focus on today is, is you know, how it's going to relate to you as um, as a parent and how we can actually get your kids involved in sports that are going to help them the most. So the important thing to understand, though, is that when we talk about this uh, situation, we, we refer to them as generalists versus specialists. So they're very uh, it sounds very obvious, and um, it is. It's quite simple. So generalist is basically when you have a, a wide range of skills. You haven't specialized in anything particular, but you are a jack of all trades, master of none, as the saying goes. So it's a really great foundation to work off when you have a, a whole range of skills and haven't actually specialized in anything just yet. So you kind of like get a feel for everything. Um, you have that strong foundation, but there's you don't exceed to a top high level in one thing in particular because you don't spend enough time doing it. Where a specialist is really good at doing, you know, one or two things to a high level and other things not so much. So that's when you start getting to the point where, you know, you have like your, your Olympians, your top level, top level athletes, which are going, going big. Um, and that's, you know, where I guess the aim of the game is if you want to be someone who is um, elite at the, at the top level. So for a generalist, uh, for example, it's, you know, it's someone who will be doing uh, running, swimming, you know, playing some kind of like team sport, like if they play, you know, uh, rugby league or AFL or soccer during the, the winter and then during the summer they're playing cricket or athletics or something, something of those sorts. Where with a specialist, you'll just be focusing on one thing. So swimming, for example, is a sport where they can they put a lot of effort into training morning and evening. Uh, and that's pretty much all I do apart from a couple of um maybe strength sessions or something. But that's a generalist versus specialist. And so what I want to start talking about is how or well, why you should focus on being a generalist for as long as you can be, essentially. Until a point you get to a point where you know your kids are naturally going to get start getting selected in particular sports, and you start to see that they have uh, very very 
higher level abilities in one particular sport. So that's generally not going to come into the age of about 15, 16. So when they start to really grow, kind of grow up. So you want to be a generalist for as long as possible because what's actually going to happen is there's this crazy thing that's called puberty and we've all experienced it in many different ways. Uh, but what happens during these times where we're kind of having our growth spurts, we're figuring out whether or not we're a strong person or a weak person or how long our limbs are going to be or how short they are. So during these early years, you can be a kid that's massive, eight years old, but you're as big as a 16-year-old. Um, but then you hit the age of 12 and you haven't they haven't gone anywhere. But all the other kids around them have grown up really, really big around that. So that's why so that's the reason why you want to kind of hold light out because if you start to specialize early and say, okay, a big strong kid, definitely put them in footy. Um, you know, by the time they get a couple of years older, they will probably be caught up with and they won't have the skills to be able to um kind of manage that because used to being a big kid uh in the same way that they could be quite small and weak um growing up but as they kind of move it through the older years they get long and strong could be a really good swimmer or something like that and you know you never got to know until you know so here are three kind of reasons why you need to be generous so the first reason is you've got to build a foundation of a wide range of movements so when you're playing multiple sports you develop different attributes that are attributed to the sport. So some sports are great at being really physical and make you strong. Other sports are about being very, um, you know, making sure you're fit and healthy. Uh, so fit and healthy, like running and such. Other sports are going to give you kind of flexibility, like gymnastics. Um, and other sports are all about being very tactical and smart about the way that you kind of attribute things, which... Uh, is jiu-jitsu or something like that so that's number one reason number two is you want longevity in sport in in general anyway so make sure the kids don't get bored if they're concentrating on one sport in particular they're probably going to burn out very 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 highly likely not impossible but highly highly likely so that's why i want to make sure that they enjoy sport for what it is and they're not caught up in the whole being extremely competitive from a very young age and therefore that's all they know and so they get the point when they start growing up they get over it and that's it and number three we're going to learn many skills that can relate to different scenarios so individual versus team sports is a good example there's a one thing to be self-motivated um or have motivation when you're working for a team there's another thing to be completely self-motivated when you're working for yourself and vice versa one thing to be able to shut everyone out and just focus on your own thing. There's another another uh, cause to be very aware of your team and other, other other people that you're competing with. So it's really important to make sure that you have a wide range of skills when it comes to these things and you learn as you go. But there are two principles which I like to really focus on when it comes to being able to choose sports and the, the mindset you should have when you're approaching sports. And they're very simple. One is to be, one is to be playful, two is to be curious. So to relate back to having longevity in the sport, to learn skills, to have fun doing it, you need to be playful. You need to make sure that when you're actually competing, you're doing it with a smile on your face, but with a competitive edge, with that burning desire inside of you as well. So we're not getting caught up in the headspace of being super, super, like, how to say, uh, caught up in emotion of being super competitive. We want to make sure it's fun too.
So we need to be playful. It's the best way to learn skills. And the other is to be curious. We need to ask questions. We need to try different things. We need to try different moves, see how our body works, and we'll figure it out as we go. But it's a big, big uh, reason to be curious. And to be honest, I use these two, these two principles in everyday life, and I you know, to beg you to do the same with what you do. Be playful and curious in what you do. And I'll finish off with a few examples of sports which I'm going to recommend more than others. Um, but in that same way, it's all about interpretation with, with what suits you. So one of the best sports you can possibly put your kid into, just for a couple of years, whatever it is, just get a feel for it, is gymnastics. Without a doubt, it covers all bases. It's strength, it's our resilience, it's about making sure you're flexible, it's about trying to be fit, it's about trying to be brave and ensure that um, you, because you're going to fall over, you're going to fall over a lot and you're going to be doing things at high speed and it's kind of dangerous, but that's exactly what you want. You want them to be pushing boundaries and trying to do things which to the outside looks bloody crazy. Swimming is something I'm going to recommend because the ability to swim is so important just for safety to make sure that they're, you know, if they're in the surf they're, or in a lake or something like that, they know how to look after themselves and they're confident in the water. It's so important. And then the last two, I'm just going to leave open to interpretation, but having a team-based sport is so important. Like I said, you want to learn how to socialise, to work as a team, to be um, part of the group, to be working with something bigger than yourself. I think that's really, really important. And so honestly, that's up to you however you want to do that, but I think it's great. Um, and the individual-based sport as well. So like I said, it's that learning how to be, uh, you know, improve yourself and continue to make sure that you're kind of finding motivation to uh, get better. But that obviously could be something like gymnastics or swimming. That's all basically um, individual sports anyway. And... Uh, so when it comes down to making sure that if you're uh, if you're doing the right thing, the kids should be stimulated enough. But we don't want to make we don't want to be putting them in a thousand sports and therefore they're burning out. They're very tired at the end of the week. They couldn't even hang out with their friends or study at school. And obviously, very importantly, we don't want you as a parent to be burning out as well by going to forty eight different trainings of the week and spending hours and hours sitting on the sideline and not working on yourself or being um, in a situation where you're very tired or there's no time for you or the rest of the family. So that's one thing to keep in mind anyway. So that's all for today. hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you like, subscribe, and I'll leave my show notes in there so you can follow my Instagram and uh, Facebook pages as well as also email so you can get in contact with us uh and request any topics you'd like or anything you'd like to like to know all right until next time